Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Are We There Yet podcast. Family podcast for adults who hate kids. That's my new tagline. Cut it out. As our kids get older, my tolerance for kids any younger than my youngest child plummets. No. Your tolerance <laughs> for misbehaving kids. No, for any kid. Kids. Even when I see normal six-year-olds, I'm like, I hate you. Oh, stop. You. It's because I get used to a certain level of discourse in my day. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I have to deal with three-year-old all the time, it doesn't bother me. Now that, I, that my youngest kid is 12, you know what I'm saying? If I talk to anybody un- under 12, I'm like, I, why are you so stupid? God, it's like you're not even a person. That's, That's my, horrible. I, well, I don't like little kids. That's why I'm afraid of grandkids. I really hope our kids all stick to their plan not to have babies. Because I can't. I don't think I can do it. I'm sure you'll they'll, figure it out. They'll bring me babies, and I'll be like, fuck, are you kidding me? It stinks, and it shits, and it pukes. I don't like it. Take it away. You're terrible. Grandpa Sam. Blah. No, I didn't like it when it was my niece, and I don't like it when it's my grandkid. Get it off me. Stop. And they, they'll always want things. Yeah, and it's your job as a grandfather no. to indulge. Here's the thing. Unlike most grandparents who think that the, it's now the opportunity to, to splurge and spend stuff on the grandkids, I'm just going to tell my kids, uh, no, they're not my kids. Take care of it yourself. Pretty much the way your parents have? Yeah. And then I'll be like, plus, I don't even like kids. So why are they here? I don't like husbands either. I know I'm not going to like any of the people they marry. You know that? It's going to be hard. I think that's a given. Because they'll come in and they'll be like, and I'll just go, come here for a second. And then I'll punch them in the balls and they'll cry like a little bitch. I'm like, see, I hate you. Cut it out. And they'll be like, why do you hate me? Talk about judging people before they're even around. I will. I only want my daughters to marry somebody that's as much of a man as I am. And I know that's not saying a lot. I'm not like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. But so far, all the boys that have shown up, I'm like, you're such a fucking overprivileged pussy piece of shit. I hate you. That's not true. Really? They're not all overprivileged. Give me a break. What do you do do with your life? I sit on the couch and eat white bread and play Xbox. Stop how, it. how about you? I do the country playing the brass instrument. You ever worked an honest day in your life? Nope. Nope. Could you take care of my daughter? I don't think so, sir. All right, cut off your own balls and get the fuck out of my house. Get out of my house. Leave your balls. Fuck out of here. Come back for them when you're manned up. Anyway, if they want to call us, we're going to call us. They could call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. See, I'm turning into the grandpa from fucking parenthood. Yeah, or Archie Bunker. No, uh, that was that was highly fucking offensive. <laughs> okay, don't Edith. you think he spoke his mind? Yeah, he but was he's, highly he offended. Yeah, but he's not he, the same. He, he was he, an equal opportunity offender. Yeah, he's an idiot. He was always nasty and hateful to people. I'm just appalled at the younger generation and how lacking in manly attributes they are. You know what I'm saying? And for you younger crowd, look it up, Archie Bunker. But like I don't, I don't get the feeling that any of the boys that have come to my house that I could have plucked them out of their home and sent them across the continent to work in a dirty, nasty job, and they would have survived. Well, you never know. They've never been in that situation. Fetal position, crying, (laughs) (laughs) fuck. So today, 
I take you grocery shopping, and as mm-hmm. is our want, I go to Barnes and Noble, where I spend the time sipping coffee uh, from a cup daintily while looking at the rest of the world with disdain. That's kind of my haughty demeanor now at the coffee place. You're just a people watcher. Unless well, you're working. I read my iPad. I do a little bit of writing. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I'm just kind of looking around going, fuck, could all of you people get out of my store? Or wishing they would buy something. The people I hate the most at Barnes & Noble, well, not the most, but the people I hate the second most are the people who pick up a stack of books, read them while they drink their one cup of regular coffee that costs 95 cents, and then leave without paying for anything. You know what I mean? Without buying a single fucking book. True. Don't you find that rude? Treating just like a library? It's, it's rude. It's a bookstore. It I, I buy almost all my books off Kindle, but when I go to Barnes & Noble, I buy something. Almost always. Just to not be a dick. Because one day there won't be one. And then what are you going to do? That's true. So I'm sitting there. I'm looking up stories for the show, doing my best job for you, my listeners. And I, there's a guy at a table not too distant from me, closer than he should have been. Let me put it this way. There was empty tables, and he chose a table right next to mine. Of course. It's the law of the theater transferred to Barnes & Noble and you. And 90% of the time, I don't care. He had a computer, so I was like, okay, he's going to sit there and start tippy-tapping away. Whatever. I don't care. I got headphones. Then I noticed that he's got a kid with him, four years old, well below the age of kids that I can tolerate, okay? A, a dirty little rug monkey, a little shitty, I can barely walk. I certainly don't know how to control my bowels At yet. four, they can do that. I pick my nose and eat it, kid. My hands are constantly covered with a, a, a film of slime at all times. That age of kid. You know what I'm talking about? The kind where their nose constantly runs and they have a mask of petrified snot that runs down over their top lip and down along the creases of their little fat cheeks. Stop. You see why I hate kids? And they all smell slightly of vomit in their own feces. Okay. So he's, this kid comes over and there's a wall of fucking ridiculous shit in the cafe. They're tchotchkes. Just stuff. Mugs and Easter stuff probably And since it's Easter stuff, it's all stuffed bunnies and fucking chicks and all that kind of crap right which i've never understood the chicks in the easter bunny thing the easter bunny sells unborn chicks oh, maybe they sat there too long not everybody know. likes to eat easter eggs i don't know so the kid picks up the rabbit a little stuffed rabbit and i'm like oh that's cute except for he's gonna get his greasy little fingers all over it and it'll be ruined he's probably gonna put it in his mouth and indeed he stuffed the whole ear in his mouth yeah Right? I was like, why do kids put furry shit in their mouth? I don't it's know. Gross. Ooh, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard. Our kids used to put the cat foil. in their mouth. Remember that? Yeah. They used to love to put cat fur in their mouth. It's like, stop licking the cat. You're gross. So he's licking all over it. And then he starts just taking it and throwing it at the wall as hard as he can, which isn't very hard. He's only four. But he's knocking shit everywhere. He, he's knocking other toys off. He's knocking books off. I look at the dad. The dad is doing this he's snoring head back arms and legs fucking splayed out like he's at home on the couch i was surprised he didn't have his hands down scratching his balls snoring while his kid is just fucking running loose in the store that's not cool so i think okay surely somebody from the store is gonna go stop fucking up our shit kid any minute now but you know what everybody looks sees that the kid is running amok and the dad is asleep and decides it's not their problem oh well well then the little fucking rug monkey makes his big mistake. He throws the bunny, it bounces off the wall, and the slobbery piece of shit lands on my iPad. Ew. 
The kid looked at me. I looked at the kid. He reached for it, and I just snatched it off the table and said, no, that's mine now. You just go over and pick up 10 more that he'd already no. knocked down? He stared at me, and then he began to cry a little bit. And then his dad woke up because he heard his kid going. <laughs> now, see, this is the problem, too. The kid wasn't even smart enough to articulate. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't even smart enough to go. That's not yours. Come on, man. So the dad comes over, grabs the kid and goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And then looks at the kid and goes, come on, stop that. The dad then puts the kid in a chair. Sits back, puts his feet out. So he's taking up lots of room. You know, he doesn't have his feet under the chair on the table. Turns sideways, puts his feet out. So his feet are sticking way out in a big fat fucking V. So everybody's got to walk around him. Throws his head back and goes back to snoring. I don't know how people can sleep in public. How can you sleep in public when you have a kid? I well, would, yeah, and that's even worse. Somebody's going to snatch your fucking little rug monkey one day. Maybe you don't like your kid. Maybe you hope somebody snatches him so you sleep. I don't know. So then the kid starts inching over towards me, rocking his chair, you know, doing that little jump scoot thing with his chair, just a little, uh, 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 moving over towards my table. Now, I had my phone sitting on the table because I was waiting for you to call, and I was playing words with friends with you and the girl. Mm-hmm. And everybody's doing their and, and he comes over. And his little scabby, filthy, uh, hepatitis-filled hand reaches out, snot boogers crusted between his knuckles, fingernails black as fucking night. You know what I mean? From picking his nose so much, Mm -hmm. he's got boogers crammed up underneath his fingernails. And picks up my phone. And he looks at me and goes, Bert? 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 And at the third birds, I'm so shocked and stunned and outraged. That I, I snatch it from his hand, and at the top of my lungs, I said, no! Thank and, you for moving away from the And mic. everybody in the whole place, and the dad jumps up, and the kid starts screaming, and everybody in the place fucking looks at me. Like I'm the dick. The kid took my phone in his filthy little fucking hand. He was holding my phone preparing to put his slobbery of the little mitts all over the screen and do something horrible to it. So I yelled at him because it's mine. And honestly, anything that belongs to me is worth more than your kid. Sorry. If I had my way, if one of your filthy little rug monkeys touched my stuff and a lightning bolt incinerated the kid on the spot and left my phone untouched, I'd be good with that. So the guy's looking at me and now I'm expecting John Quinones to come blasting out around the corner with the fucking camera crew going right. you're a, we're on a show and then i would just you know if quinones ever does that, i'm gonna punch him in the sack and go is creating public strife really a good idea dumbass see how it feels doesn't feel good either haha we tricked you haha i kicked you in the balls you like it no i didn't think so take your stupid fucking show somewhere else so then everything gets divided half of the people are on my side saying well the kid needs to leave the fucking phone alone it doesn't belong to him and half the people on the dad's side saying shit like this somebody this lady actually says to me he he just wanted to play angry birds tough to which i said then give him your phone if you want him to play fucking angry birds give him your phone of course nobody's willing to step up like that so everybody is in a little tussle i'm pissed you call it's time for me to go fine i pick up my shit i'm leaving i got worry about people shooting daggers i'm hoping beyond hope the smile will do something there'll be like an actual bloody brawl in the middle of barnes and noble you know and then maybe in the middle of the kid will get his arm broke 
cut it out. Uh, just a little lesson. Don't touch shit that doesn't belong to you. So as I'm leaving, this chick that works there comes from behind the counter and she gets like by my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And says, thank, thank, really, I really appreciate you uh, getting that kid to behave. And I was like, yeah, you didn't appreciate it enough for you to fucking get my back when the kid's being an asshole for 10 minutes before the shit all gets out of hand. I think as the owner of a store, if you have a four-year-old running amok, breaking shit in your store, throwing stuff around, annoying all of your paying customers, because the guy didn't even have a fucking cup of coffee. His contribution to the whole thing was a slobbery fucking bunny and a bunch of irate people. Yuck. It's your job to say, hey, your kid needs to stop. In fact, I'm going to go out one step further and say no kid under the age of six should be allowed in any store where books are present. Well, that's not so true. They have kids section. Don't care. Don't care. Kids need their own shitty bookstore. You call it the shitty, noisy, annoying bookstore. But I agree. I think parents, I mean, it's not a daycare because the guy shouldn't be falling asleep and allowing everybody else to keep an eye on his kid. I honestly really wanted in the, my darkest heart of hearts to take that kid for a walk. You know what I mean? Take the just a walk across the store. Take him over and show him where the kids' books are. Go look at all these toys you can slobber on. Why don't you play with your balls a little bit, get some little kid ball slime, and then smear it all over these books? So the next little girl that comes along and eats the book will get some of your ball slime. You disgusting little maggot. But I didn't. But I know when that guy goes home, I'm going to be the asshole. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe the kid got scared enough that he won't touch anybody's fun anymore. So in the long run, it will have been worth it. (laughs) I will say the kid do, did do the I'm not going to breathe for 30 seconds before I start crying thing. Yeah, you know I mean, like, holy shit, the whole world just came down on my head. I, and I'll be fair. I didn't touch a kid. I just took my phone. But I did yell at him. I think I should be allowed to. Would you have done the same thing? What would you have done? Would you let the kid play Angry Birds? No. Would you have kicked him? No, I'm not going <laughs> to kick him either. But there must have been something in the water because I was down... Oh, the paper goods aisle or whatever. And they got all kinds of weird stuff like pool supplies. At the grocery store. At the grocery store. Right. And then I was looking at light bulbs because we keep going through light bulbs. And it's hard to find just a regular incandescent bulb. Yeah, because the government doesn't want you to have a light bulb that actually works. They want you to have a shitty light bulb that saves money, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Have we don't. ever had one of these new CFL bulbs that last more, longer than a no. regular? No. No. They don't last anywhere near as long as an incandescent bulb. I went through this house and changed our dimmers out so we have just regular switches. So that our, because we could use these stupid CFL bulbs, they are shit. Well, yeah, not all of them are, but and they don't work well in ceiling fans. No. No, they don't work good for anything. They're shitty. Please let me have my old bulb back. Thanks. Yeah, so I'm looking at the bulbs, and there's a little kid. He's probably... Somewhere between a year and a year and a half, just having learned to walk. Not real great at it yet. Right. And he's looking at the light bulbs, which, why? Yeah, you're a little kid. Why are you running right. around on the floor, for one thing? And he's going down the row, and he's knocking them over. Plunk, plunk, Because he's a plunk. shit fuck. And you can hear him clunking. Right. Clink, right? clink, clink. They're fucked up now. The bulb may not have broken, but I guarantee the little filament inside busted. Exactly. It doesn't take a whole lot for them to get damaged. And I'm just looking at him like, what the hell? And his dad's like two feet away. Right. Picking his And nose. the kid just keeps doing it. The guy's on the phone. Right. So he's not paying any attention. Why would you? So I'm like, okay, his dad's right there. What the hell? So I'm looking at the rest of the stuff. Now the kid's got a package of four bulbs. And now he's going to pull one out. Let him do it. Now right. he's going to pull one out. This story can only get better if the kid bites one. 
Does he bite when it um, shatters inside his mouth? Because that no, would, but I was thinking, yeah, he's gonna get that thing out. He's gonna break it. He's gonna get Fucking cut. Douche. I wish. And the dad now at this point is about halfway down the aisle still talking on the phone right because it's not like you're responsible for the offspring of your filthy fucking diseased loins you piece of shit so i reached my hand out and i said no no and the kid looked at me like i grew a third head and he goes to get the light bulb out again yeah he looked at you like bitch who are you talking to i'll do what i want i do what i want in my house why shouldn't i do what i want out here fuck you so i said it again but this time i took it and then I, i put it back on the shelf then did you knee him in the forehead Oh, he's a tiny little kid. Oh, but but then the dad good. comes and he goes, no, no, it's okay. No, it's really not. He's no. playing with light bulbs. Me, okay, you think it's okay? Fine. Now I'm out. Now I'm out. Me, I've done my part. Let me help reprimanded you. for it. If your kid breaks a light bulb and gets cut, yeah. I'm not responsible. Let me give you this glass and mercury pacifier, kid. Enjoy. Suck on it all day till it shatters in your mouth and you end up with the, getting exactly. the fucking hospital. I'm like, if you're not concerned about your kid's health, at least how about, you know somebody else that's going to pick up right. all those light bulbs and all of them are going to be useless right. and this is the thing people are like oh you, people's kids you don't shouldn't tell them how to raise kids here's the thing i don't care what you do in your own house i don't care if your kid is allowed to draw on the walls with his own turds i don't care when they go out in the world they need to behave like human beings they need to keep their hands off shit that doesn't belong to them and they need to stop making the world a worse place for me they shouldn't be crying in my movie that i paid for but that's not going to happen anymore because i'm not going to the movie they shouldn't be licking all over food that I'm going to buy. Because I've seen more than one filthy little kid putting his fucking disgusting hand covered with E. coli and God only knows what else inside of a fucking barrel of grapes pulling one grape out and nomming on yeah, it. Yeah, that's nasty. You disgusting fucking animal. So that's the thing. I, it's not that I don't like kids. I'll, I'll just rephrase this. I don't like kids that I didn't raise. Because I know the kids that I raise know how to fucking behave. And I don't have to worry about them doing shit that's going to make me disgusted. Other people are apparently raising kids that are barely above the level of monkeys. In fact, I would say that most monkeys are less likely to get in trouble in a grocery store than most one-year-old babies. Come on. No, I don't think so. I think monkeys know enough. Monkeys be like, that doesn't look good. I'm going to move along. I hate other people and I hate their kids. I don't, I don't think I'm being unreasonable. Everybody's an asshole anymore. Quit. Just saying. People think I'm a dick, but I, I'm getting... People are worse. You're making this. I am the monster that society has made. A man has been jailed on charges that he took up residence in a $500,000 Western Pennsylvania home without the owner's permission. Frederick Harris III of Wilmerding remained at the Westmoreland County Prison Friday on burglary, criminal trespass... really (laughs) criminal trespass and criminal mischief charges filed wednesday when murraysville police say they found him in the home police say the 43 year old harris had toured the home with a real estate agent who refused to give him keys he later broke a window pulled up the for sale sign and moved in anyway police were alerted when a caretaker noticed someone in the house yeah he'd been in there for a few weeks before somebody caught him and I believe he had actually made an offer on the house and it was refused. So he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm moving in. Why feel- would a real estate agent give you keys to a house anyway? Yeah, that, They don't that, do that. No, they don't usually. He had just some go, unrealistic expectations. I'm going to live here. So would you just give me the keys now? Maybe he was just giving it a test drive to see <laughs> if it felt like yeah. home. Maybe he really truly wasn't, didn't have his mind made up. Right. Didn't know if he wanted to commit. Now, I do wonder... And I think there's a growing field in this because they're talking about caretakers and stuff, right? Don't you think it'd be better if a bank just hired people to live in a house? 
They do do that. And just keep it up. I think it's a good idea. You're, the house isn't sold, yeah, so just go fucking live here. You have to keep the lawn right. up. Right. And, well, it really truly isn't good for a house to sit the vacant empty? for months. No. It's not good for the plumbing. It's not right. good for so anything, really. So. That seems to be the fix, doesn't it? Just let people live in the houses for free. If you sell it, you sell it. If you don't, you don't. But you know banks will never do it, because why, Kim? Well, because they're greedy and short-sighted. So. They would rather just... A bank's job is to increase the amount of misery in the world. I firmly believe that. So I, I kind of am behind this guy. He didn't hurt anybody. Nobody else was living in the house, obviously. Yeah, Nobody else but I it. wouldn't like it if we moved and this house right. was vacant and somebody decided to take over because when they're living there and say he's collecting mail there, then it becomes increasingly difficult to get them out. Well, okay, I agree. I totally agree. But I think I'd be more inclined to go, okay, you can live here until the house sells. And we'll draw up a contract. Yeah, I don't know. Then suddenly know. he's got residency rights. and okay, but here's It's all the, very shady. Here, here's the thing, too. Part of the reason why you don't like the idea is because you think that at some point in the future we might sell the house and this might happen to us, right? I mean, that's really the gist of it. But we're not going to sell a half million dollar house. So who, and who cares? I'm trying to open your mind. Take the okay. blue pill, Kim. See the world for it. It doesn't matter. If you try to sell your house in the know. worst market downturn in the history of ever, and you can't sell it and somebody squats in it, I think you kind of figured that was coming. Maybe you should have paid I somebody guess. to keep a closer eye on the house so people can't break know. in, right? It's well, your house. You're uh, just leaving it vacant in the middle of the fucking neighborhood. Okay, how about people that are squatting in our backyard without our knowledge? How okay. about that one? We're gonna how do you feel this? about that? We're not going to save this. We're going to save the story for a later date, but there are some shenanigans going on in my house. Mm-hmm. And... I'm going to get one of two things before the end of the month. A giant dog or a giant gun. Because I don't know what's going on back there, but I don't like it. And I don't like the idea of you being here by yourself with something like that going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you see in the news, somebody has a giant dog and they killed the homeless guy in the backyard and then fed him to the dog. That was me. All right. Here's my next story. At Shady Grove Elementary School, it's a show and tell many are still talking about. Some parents are outraged after a local plastic surgeon let students feel breast implants as part of his presentation. I would not have been happy with it, nor would I have agreed with it, said Shady Grove parent Jack A. Kelly. I'm saying Jack A. So here's the thing. And the, the plastic surgeon's like, it's not like it was a real tit. I know that dude. Yeah, there's lots of other things he probably could have brought in for or, show and tell. Or you don't need to actually bring something. You could just uh, well, bring most, x-rays. It's show x-rays. and tell. You guys have something to show. Well, sure. X-rays, pictures. Before here's, and after pictures of a nose job. That here's kind a of kid thing. that had a cleft palate that I fixed. Right. Here's something that I did that has some kind of value to society. Not, hey, kids, feel this. What does it feel like? It's kind of like jello. That goes inside a titty. Make it nice and big for you. Yeah, Jimmy, your mom has these in there. To make her boobs nice and big so your daddy likes to touch them and feel her nipples and fuck your mom. You and, like that? And if your girlfriend ever decides she wants them, tell her nothing smaller than the double D. <laughs> no, my problem with this is that I don't think it's a plastic surgeon's job to teach my kid about titties. Which is where this story goes. Well, we're talking elementary school. Right, they were like so... six, seven, eight. Little kids. Babies. Mom, with a breast implant. Yeah, great. Fuck. 
And I'm fully aware that I can't control the world and keep the world out of everything, but I think I should be able to keep tits out of the sixth and seventh and eight or six, seven and eight year olds classes. I don't think that's outrageous. I also foresee lots of little boys walking around going, how about what? How about her mom? Does she have breast implants? How about her mom? Breast implants? What do you think? These kids do that kind of shit. It is obnoxious. I mean, I don't really know what they were thinking. I guess going for the shock value or something that they would be interested in. Well, as a plastic surgeon. So they're not known for their conscientious behavior. Oh, that's probably true. Because we got another story coming up here in a minute that is, this isn't a plastic surgeon, but it's a serious what the fuckery. And plenty of plastic surgeons, we had this discussion not too long ago, are performing things that shouldn't be done. They're causing people problems down the road. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the, what's the one chick's name? Spidey? What's her name? Oh, Heidi Montag. Yeah, know. she's totally fucked up. Like, permanently mm. going to be disabled because the shit her plastic surgeon did to her. Yeah, that's irresponsible. They shouldn't be doing it. Likewise, you shouldn't be bringing tits to class. So what was the most interesting thing that anybody ever brought for show and tell when you were in school? Because most of my memories are people bringing stuff like stuffed animals. Lame-o. Yeah, you grab the first yeah. thing you see before you head out the right. door because you totally forgot it was the, show and tell. The best thing that anybody ever brought to show and tell when I was a kid was somebody brought the Speed Racer Mach 5 Matchbox car. And I convinced them. And you coveted it. I convinced them to trade it to me for a box of raisins. Oh. Yes. That is awful. <laughs> I did not have. No, that's business. In case you're not paying attention to how things work, he had something I wanted. So I tricked him and I took it. Now, admittedly, I was five and he was five. And it was very easy to trick him because I essentially said, I took a grape out, or a, a raisin out. And I ate it, and I said, it, it's swelling inside me. It's turning back into a grape. I'm never going to be hungry again. And he believed me and took the raisins, and then I took the car. That's horrible. And then he, he ate all the raisins, and it didn't fill him up, and I played with the car for the whole rest of the year. As a karmic retribution, I lost the car at some point. Oh, he probably stole it back. No, I was playing with it on a bridge, and it fell. Oh, uh, so you got to watch it yeah, disappear it was, right in front of your very eyes. It was eyes. a walking bridge at a park, and I, it fell through, and it, it splashed in the water. And I could see it, and I turned to my dad, who was fishing. He's like, hell no. And I said, can I go get it? It's only, it's only three, the water's only three feet deep. I can see it from the bank. Can I get it? No. I stared at, I stared at it the whole day. <laughs> nice. And I lost it. Uh, Just saying. Karma bitch all right next story a body modification artist in phoenix says he can perform cosmetic surgery on ears to give them a pointy dr spock like look it will cost you six hundred dollars for the non-reversible surgery which if performed by phoenix artist steve hayworth must be done with no anesthesia because he is not licensed to practice medicine the new york daily news reported there's a lot of people out there who have an inner vision of themselves and they want to express that to the world around them. Hayworth told ABC News, I'm very happy to be an artist that can provide that kind of work. The procedure involves cutting open the tips of the ear and sculpting the cartilage into elf points. Besides being painful, the procedure can cause other problems. Some doctors say cartilage sculpting can cause ear deformities and dangerous infections that can destroy ears within a few days. Now, I will say this. Deformities are kind of the point. Right? Your your ear is going to be deformed when you get done with this, and that's what you paid for. 
But they are right. When one of our daughters pierced her ear and got an ear infection, I was seriously concerned we were going to have to cut the whole fucking ear off. Your ear gets nasty fast. I don't know why it gets nasty so much faster than other parts of your body, but you get an infection in your ear, that shit goes south in a hurry. Well, it does. Here's my thing. They were showing pictures, and I don't know the best way to describe it, I guess. I mean, when I envision elf ears, right. I think of something like in Lord of the Rings, where yeah. they have the nice elongated ears, and they, they're, they're very graceful right. looking. Exactly. They look almost like wings, kind of. They kind of swoop up to a point. Right. right. And, which means they're slightly bigger than your ear. Right. Right. But when when I saw the picture of the after the surgery was done, the ears look like dwarf elf. You ears. look like they're you, stunty. <laughs> they're awkward. They're not attractive. They look like a dog that got docked. They're not. They're not pretty. They're not graceful, and they look no. horrible. And they look kind of mangled. This well, yeah. This is going to be unbelievably fucking painful. No kidding. <laughs> It's awful, man. When I had putty ear and it was all <laughs> flopping around, all clownish and stuff, that was extremely unpleasant. And I can't even imagine how swollen it's going to get when you go hacking on it and how long it's going to stay that way. Yeah. And then gross. when you're done, what do you get rewarded for? What You can't change it if you no. decide you don't like it. No. And this is not, I'm all for people doing whatever they want to their body, whatever you want. But I also think you need to understand that if it's a visible change to your body, the rest of us are allowed to point and laugh. You you put fucking dorky looking elf ears on that don't even look like elf ears. I'm allowed to go, well, that's dumb. And tell you, I think that's dumb and not give you a job. Well, and then here's the thing, too. Once you commit to doing it, yeah, it's dumb. you pretty much have to commit. You're, what it's are you going to do? Stop at one? Grow your hair So out. you're all lopsided and stuff? No, you're going to have to do both. <laughs> so if you're sitting there in complete pain, how much how torture would you be mentally knowing you were going to uh, have to endure you, it a second time? Yeah. This is one of those things that you, you get done. Right. And then he's like, okay, I'm gonna do the other one. You're like, oh, I got to come back. I can't fucking do it. And then every time you're about ready to come back, you go, Oh no, you're required to do body <laughs> shots before you get it done. It hurts too bad. I can't, I can't come back. That's scary. Well, you know, in this day and age where you can get nasty, disgusting staph infections just from getting a manicure. Yeah, right. Really? You're going to go to somebody who just flat out is honestly telling you he's not licensed to practice medicine. And you're going to uh, go, okay. I'm not a doctor. Sure. Good enough. Well, people go, people go have spikes put to their dicks every day by dudes who are not plastic surgeons. That's true. They let somebody take a needle and shove it through their penis and put a spike in it. I could never do it. I had at one time, cons- I at one time considered it and then I said, I'm not that extreme. I'm not. Because I, the people I talked to that had done, they're like, well, sometimes when I pee, it's like a shower head. And I was like, well, that's unnecessary. But not as unnecessary as the people would say stuff like, well, sometimes when I'm fucking, uh, it gets hung up. And that's not fun for anybody. Well, okay, no. No. Stop it. Stop doing things that makes your body less functional than it was before. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, this is purely decorative, so. Unless it rots your ear off. Well, there's that. <laughs> and, oh, God. I know, missing an ear is kind of a big deal. And it, it's the whole thing of, it changes your appearance to where other people look at you like a freak, and they don't want to deal with you. Well, you might not be able to hear properly after that if some, if you had a terrible infection. Yeah, if it rotted what off happens, your ear, Yeah, and then you've just got, like, a, a hole on the side of your head. That's gross. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. 
You'd look really weird. Yeah, you'd look like Gollum. Like, he should be required to have post-operative mishap photos Pictures of shit that went wrong? Yes. Here's a picture of some shit that didn't work out. Yes. It it just looks gross. I don't like it. And I, I, like I said, do whatever you want. But you can't be offended when you do it and people look at you and go, stupid. (laughs) Well, I think it's kind of... a fairly limited market for that. Uh, People that would actually follow through with it. Right. And I used to think there was a fairly limited market for vampire dental prosthetics. Well, there is when you're talking it's about the general population. As percentage wise, it's not huge. I bet on any given day, I could take you to a mall in Dallas and find somebody with vampire prosthetics. Okay. I'm just saying, though, the vampire thing has exploded a lot because of yes. Twilight. Elves are very popular. The yeah, Hobbit's going to come out in a couple of years. The Hobbit's going to come out, and you're going to have it all over again. I'm legless. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. It's going to be strange. I do, however, demand that in the next Hobbit movie, the up the hotness of the elf girls. They were a little plain. Just saying. I don't think that's too much to ask. You're not going to go see it anyway, so what difference does it make? See it on Blu-ray. It's like I was going to go see uh, Your Highness. Is that what it's called? Your Majesty? Whatever it is, the Danny yeah, McBride movie. Looks pretty funny. It's supposed to be funny. I'm not going to see it. I'm afraid we've seen all the funny stuff in the commercials. No, I've heard that there's way lots of funny stuff in it. And I, I trust that guy because he did Pineapple Express and some other stuff. And you have to admit, Pineapple Express was just nonstop funny. Even you were like, I don't think I'm going to like this. And then you laughed and you laughed, right? Pineapple Express, you laughed a lot. Yeah. You laughed a lot. A lot. But it'll be at least six months before I know. So there you go. Are you getting their stories? Nope. I wonder if they're going to ever get around to like good body modifications. I don't know. Like I would like shark's teeth. You think I could get some shark's teeth? Probably. I would also like minotaur horns. No. Oh, well, there's that guy that had the horns implanted. No, no, no. I want big, scary minotaur Really horns. dumb looking. I want body modifications to help me deal with the stresses of daily life. You know what I mean? Somebody gives me lip in a meeting, I just fucking jab them in the face with my unit, my minotaur horn. <clears throat> They're like, that bitch, I didn't think so. I got horns. Who else wants to go? Very and nice. Before I get really angry, I just go, <sighs> stomp my foot, paw at the earth. I think it might limit the rides you could get on at Six Flags. A lot of them have things that pull over your head. I'm too fat to get on rides at Six Flags anyway, so who cares? Cut it out. Start in the story. I'm grotesquely obese. Now everybody knows. 500 pounds. That is not true. 600, if you're lucky, on a good day. If that's how I haven't pooped, 600 pounds. Ah, uh, stop. There's a reason why our toilet got clogged up. 100-pound poops every day. What? <laughs> uh. I was doing good not thinking about pooping for a while. Yeah. You're, you've been issue-filled. I'm hoping this diet turns around soon because your health has actually gotten worse since you started it. You're sick a lot. You're tired a lot. I just hope it works out. All right. You got other stories? No. no. Good. If they don't call us, we're going to call us. They can call or Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. Also, if you have a suggestion for a guard dog, I'm leaning towards Tibetan Monastery uh mastiff they look cool uh, or a pistol not the judge Kim won't let me have the judge but i'm thinking maybe a 50 caliber desert eagle let me know because i'm getting something because we do have lawn intruders that's not funny anymore email did i say email rwty show at gmail.com 
Don't forget, you can just simply write a convo for us on iTunes or Podcast Alley. Leave us a review on iTunes. Do what you want to do. Have a good weekend. Enjoy yourself. Goodbye. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastelly.com.